When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Sid and friends in the morning. 77 WABC. A new and very important poll just came out. The morning consult poll, highly respected. And it has us at 60, leading by a lot. 19 is second place. And then they get into the fives, fours, threes, twos, ones, and even some zeros in there. A lot of people. But this is incredible. So we're at 60% compared to 19%. And then big drop-offs, really big. And the 19% is going down. That's Ron DeSanctimonious. And you've been watching him fall. He's falling at record levels. And we'll keep it that way. So we got to make sure we have a great election. Got to win big. And we're leading crooked Joe Biden by a lot. A lot. The polls are showing we're seven points up, eight points, nine points, and even 11 points in one instance. So we're beating them all. And let's keep it that way because we're going to make America great again. We're going to take back our country. Put America first. Make America great again. Thank you very much. My guy, President Donald Trump, he had an epic conversation, 45, soon to be 47, and I just last Thursday, everybody loved it, everybody. Said it was great, terrific, all the Trump adjectives that he uses, very laid back and just having a good time. That was fresh off his appearance the night before with CNN. You know, Caitlin Collins had the day off on Friday after that abortion that she provided the country with last Wednesday night. She was up, I think, Thursday and Friday. She's back today. What a disrespectful little snot-nosed baby. But she's going to get her own show, I think, at 9 o'clock on CNN, which nobody's going to watch. Nobody. But according to Trump, he's killing everybody. Now, him and DeSantis in Iowa this weekend, DeSantis uh, said something, but I don't believe has still officially jumped in the race yet. I don't believe. But we'll find all these things out from my next guest, who's great Every Monday morning, the editor of the National Review, Politico NBC, 
He does it all, my dear friend, Rich Lowry. Richard, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good, Sid. A little, a little jealous. I need to keep up with you. I need to get a, a signed picture of myself up on that wall of the Greek restaurant we went to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great – it's on 44th Street. I think it's like right across the street from the Harvard Club. And that was a great lunch you and I had. You know that was like the hottest day in the history of New York City that day? Do you remember that? It was warm. Yeah. It was hot. So we got to get together at the Murray Hill Diner. That's that's our next that's spot. A, that's perfect. It's funny you say that because uh, we went uh, for Mother's Day yesterday to Wolfgang's, the one on 33rd oh, yeah. and Park. So we walked down the block – uh, me, Danielle, Ava, and Gabe, and we walk past Villa Barulia. Judge Napolitano loves that place, so do we. That's the Italian restaurant across the street from Murray Hill Diner. And I got to tell you, Rich, I spent very little time in Murray Hill my whole life. I did go to Baruch, you know, 40 years ago on 23rd uh-huh. and Lex, but very little time. And now all of the references that have been made in my life the last month that I have involve <laughs> Murray Hill. Isn't that oh, hilarious? Hey, uh, I, I got to give credit, by the way, speaking of that town hall, to Bill O'Reilly. I, I, I was listening to, to uh, Bill talking to you, and, and you asked, why is Trump going on CNN? You know, they hate him. And he's like, watch. This is going to work so well for, for Donald Trump. He was right. Steamroll that woman, because very few people can handle him. And, yes, CNN ratings will go up, but this will be really good for, for Trump. And it was, it was absolutely right. Well, the, the New York Daily News ran a story yesterday. And uh, for some reason, I get uh, alerts. I hate that paper, but I get alerts. And it said, it seems like nothing can stop Trump now. And they made the point that after he got indicted and arraigned in New York, that nonsense with Alvin Bragg, his numbers went up. After mm-hmm. the verdict came back, sexual abuse, which is complete nonsense, in the E. Jean Carroll deal, his numbers went up. Mm-hmm. And after Wednesday night with Democrats saying, oh, now you see how crazy he is, he was actually great. His numbers went up. So I think the Democrats are coming to the realization they can bash him all morning like they're doing an MSNBC and CNN. It ain't going to matter. Right now, he's a giant. Yeah, he's a giant. I was looking at this Emerson poll. I hadn't seen the morning consult poll. He was mentioning that clip he played. But Emerson has him 62 to 16. Oh, my God. I would say the Achilles heel, though, is is Iowa. It looks like he's softer in Iowa. He loses in Iowa. At the very least, it's a a real competitive race. No, it's not because he's going to kill DeSantis in New Hampshire. Let me ask you this in all seriousness. DeSantis uh, had momentum back in December. That was a horrible month for Donald Trump. We all know that. Kanye West, the Constitution. Then he does the one thing, I think, which completely turned it all around, and that was he shows up in Ohio. Biden didn't do it. Buttigieg didn't do it. And there's Trump handing out water to sick people in Ohio. Ever since that day, I can go back to that day, ever since that day, he's been doing great. The longer DeSantis waits, the bigger the lead has become. What is what is he waiting for? Is he's getting crushed before he starts. Well, I think he couldn't just get reelected governor and then say bye. He, right, he, had, right. he had to do the legislative session. And these things are, are big undertakings. And it could be he got in in February and made all sorts of rookie mistakes. And it, this would have been a terrible period for him anyway. So I don't think – if DeSantis doesn't win the nomination, it's not going to be because he waited until June rather than going in February. It, it won't be that. And the main thing that, that's changed – uh, I think you're right about East Palestine being a bit of an inflection point. You know, it, it started a much better period for Trump. But the thing that really changed it was the indictment, and that's totally out of DeSantis's 
control. And look, if Trump's at 50 percent, you know, in uh, uh, next year in February, it's it's over. and It doesn't matter what DeSantis you know, right. has said and done. Right. Uh, he has to trust that there, there's a, a, a bit of a still an, an artificial bump here that will that'll come. Some of the air will come out of the balloon and it'll be competitive in Iowa. Beats him in Iowa, maybe loses in New Hampshire, but you still you have a you have a real race. Yeah, I don't see DeSantis it. DeSantis had 37 endorsements of uh, Iowa legislatures the other day, which is a sign he's not dead. He had a, a good trip there again, a sign he's not dead. So he's in the game, but no doubt Trump is the odds-on favorite. It's more than that, though. He's in the game, but he's on life support. I mean, he's not dead, but at any point we can pull the plug. I mean, uh, he's, you know, I, I would say life support is is strong. Strong, maybe maybe, maybe in a hospital gown, okay. but walking around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go with that. That's fine. And on the other side, it looks like uh, your friend that you go to dinner with all the time, Kennedy. He's uh, making some progress with Joe Biden. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's a little hard to figure. It must be some people must think he's the the other ro, ro, the other Bobby Kennedy. Um, and uh, you know, but his message there's there's some element of the Democratic Party that still still likes that. You know, we've kind of reversed field where it used to be the Democrats are the ones that be, be skeptical of the vaccines. You know, now they're like, you know, we're, we're going to restrain you and hold you down and, and mandate it. <laughs> your arm is jabbed. Um, but he's you know he, he's a substantive guy, Kennedy, and has interesting things to say. And it'll be a disgrace, you know, if he's 20 percent in, in several months, which probably will be, maybe a little higher, and, and they refuse to have a debate, which is what they're going to try to do. This is Rich Lowry, so great every Monday morning, editor, National Review. A lot of his stuff is syndicated right here in the New York Post. Uh, let's talk uh, about local stuff. That's Eric Adams. I had Frank Carone on first hour. He was Eric's chief of staff. Uh, had Curtis Sliwa on. He, uh, nothing is more exciting to him than bashing the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Uh, but there are two stories going on right now that really put the mayor in the spotlight, and I don't think either one has gone well for the mayor. One is it seems like he's done a reverse on the Jordan Neely story, the young kid who was uh, who died. I almost say he was killed. He died in the subway while hero Daniel Penny was protecting other subway riders. And the other one, of course, is the migrant crisis. Now they're talking yeah. about sending people to my neighborhood, which really pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you tell me those two stories, Mayor Eric Adams, how does he come off? Well, uh, on, on the Neely thing, I entirely agree with your the great lady who's just just on. You know, th- this is a terrible tragedy all around, and, and Neely should have um, was out of his mind and should have gotten the proper care, and he never would have put anyone in that situation. And I do wonder about Penny. Just the the video, you know, at the end, the last couple minutes, no one's in that subway car except for a couple of people helping him out, and he still has has him in a headlock. The 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 uh, the thing is, are you really going to be able to indict him with a with, uh, to to get him uh, get a guilty charge from a New York jury? That seems very unlikely. And you know, they rendered aid when the, the other guy comes in and says, "Hey, wait a minute, you're you're going too far. You're going to kill him." He lets him go, and they put him in the recovery position, and they they they're solicitous, you know. So I think it's going to be really char- hard to uh, get a guilty charge. On Penny, and that that you know would would counsel d- don't charge him. But um, well, you know what's funny about that is, uh, yeah. like Republicans, for example, when things don't go our way, and it happens, right? We don't loot, we don't start fires, we don't protest, even not even protest. We don't certainly don't beat up people in the street. If it goes the way you say it's going to go, and I agree one thousand percent, Tom Knippis, attorney, is a good friend of mine. This guy is not going to be guilty of this. I'm telling you, he's not going to be guilty. 
You know what the possibility is here on the streets of New York? Why is that the case? Why three years after BLM and Antifa set the world on fire, are we still nervous about these crazy Democrats in our streets? How is that? Well, I mean, we've had to be nervous about it for for 50 years. You know, they're the party of uh, uh, or the tendency of rioting and making excuses for rioting. And, uh, yeah, you know, you have to board stuff up and search cops and uh, all all the rest of it. Um, On the migrants, you know, it's funny. We're going to end up by passing them all the way up to Canada. (laughs) You know, the the thing is, even the the people who are most pro-migrant, and like, I think we should have sympathy for desperate people, but they're a burden. You know, you got to send their kids to school. They don't know English. You got to give them health care. It's expensive. You got to find housing for them. You don't have it. So all, all this again and again. I mean, we've talked about this so many times. Just stop it at the border. That's that's how you make everyone happy, right? Texas doesn't have to bus anyone. Eric Adams doesn't have to receive and then bus best others if you just stop it at the source. So why that's wouldn't the then, thing. you know, I, I was doing laundry yesterday, and uh, some young girl was in the laundry room. She's a teacher, and uh, she went to Binghamton, smart girl, you know. And when I said she's a, she folded one of her shirts, that's how the conversation started, out of the dryer, and it said Biden-Harris 2020. <laughs> And I said, let me tell you the difference between you and me. I'm a Trump supporter. I am a fierce Trump supporter, but I'll talk to you. But I have to ask you, why? And then we discussed all these major topics, and it got to the border, and she refused. She refused to give Donald Trump any credit. I said, well, wait a second. We don't have any of these issues. The Remain in Mexico policy works. Forget about Title 42. Remain in Mexico. And your stupid president, in his effort to unravel everything Trump did well, just got rid of it. Why? She couldn't answer. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot of them don't even know, right? They, they think the, the entirety of the Trump border policy was child, so-called child separations. You know, oh, she mentioned that right away. Oh, right away yeah. she goes, oh, you're okay with, I go, they won't come. If they love their children, they'll stay where they are. Uh, just like Trump said on CNN Wednesday night, they won't come. Yeah. And the you know, policy lasted about a week, and then they found out stuff that, that was humane and right. Like, remain in Mexico, top of the list. And the thing is now, if you let in all the kids, it's an incentive to send all the kids. You know, they, they separate in Guatemala rather than at the border, and they, then they send them alone on this horrifically dangerous track. So it's, it's just a horrible situation. All around. Last week, I mean, um, uh, early in the week, we had 11,000 apprehensions. I mean, these are just off the charts kind of numbers, and uh, the, every indication is going to is going to keep going. And Agreed. So, just- so what do you think, Mayor Eric? I mean, we called out the foreign. First, he wanted billions of dollars. He never got it. Then he called out the foreign government. That's what he says. He never says Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. He refers to himself as the Biden of Brooklyn, which is really embarrassing. But, you know, the, the foreign, the, the national government, whatever, the federal government. Uh, what do you think? Uh, my, my listeners, for example, go, he needs to call out Biden by name. Yeah. Hey, Joe Biden, just like Kathy Hochul makes his job difficult every day with bail reform. Hey, Joe Biden, you're making my job impossible. Do something. Is it as simple yeah. as that? And so it's call him out by name and support by name. Those Democrats, the four of them now in the Senate, who want to restore Title 42 and, and extend it for two years. You know, I, I think there are better things to do, but that, that at least would stem some of this. So, yeah, you, you know, you got a voice. Use it. And not just whining, calling out the person who's responsible for this. And that, that absolutely has more force as a, as, a, as a Democrat with the platform. I mean, I love this job, and I'm so excited we got to number one. And I become a legitimate force in this city. That sounds narcissistic, but it's true. It is what it is. And I love my house in Queens. And I still love New York. 
But I'm not going to lie to you. I, I entertain the thought of leaving all the time. Lou, for example, my, my uh, board up, Lou Rufino, he can't wait to get out of here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you start losing some people who pay some legitimate taxes, people who are successful, not these low lives walking around on the street getting everything for free. Is it going to take all of that for these people to come to the realization they're destroying our city and state? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a breaking point. We've learned there's a breaking point in the last couple of years. Even places like San Francisco re- recalled that Bodine, uh, Soros prosecutor. How's it gotten it, any better? If you watch Dave Chappelle yeah. this weekend, he killed San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, it's not uh, it's not going the full Rudy, which is what uh, right. pretty much every major urban area in the country needs. The full Rudy, I love that. That's brilliant. What's worse right now, New York City or the Yankees? Uh, New York City. <laughs> Come on. What's worse right now, the Yankees or the Mets? The Mets? No, the Mets are disgusting. Oh, God, am I mad at the Mets. You're right about that. Hey, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed about the Yankees. It's a, it's a long season. I know. Long season. By the way, Rich Lowry, if you go to page 22 in your favorite paper, where a lot of your National Review stuff is often syndicated, the New York Post, there's a lovely picture of you in between Joseph Tacopina and the aforementioned Lou Rufino. Oh, awesome. All right. Go check got, it out. I got to look at it. All right, I, you're, I uh, you're on the list of uh, friends again for the second consecutive awesome. month. So. Awesome. You're the, the I got to stay in your good size. I can stay in your good. <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame it, take it to that Greek restaurant, frame it, sign it, say, this is on the wall. Come on. If you if you do that, I swear to God, I'll meet you for lunch here next week, okay? <laughs> Great job today, Rich. Thank you. All right, thanks, Rich. Every Monday, he's so terrific, the editor of the National Review if you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.